Good morning to you. There has been a, a great uh, return to vinyl which is wonderful. Some people like the sound, but a lot of people like it because there was a time when those covers, that was art. That was art. Yeah. It, it, it remains art, arguably, but it was yeah. the size of it was meaningful. It was really pre-television when it started, if you think about it. So there, even though there was television, the album art and the music was the more engaging thing for sure. Oh, it was. Yeah, I can still, in my mind, I can still remember some of those album covers. And um, arguably, I would say you're the most famous album cover artist in the world. I would say. Well, you, well, I mean, the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, Janis Joplin, I mean, you've shot them all. I have shot yeah. all of them <laughs> of the, for, that, for that sort of window of time, about 20 years, really. What, did, did they have any uh, conception of what you should be doing when they shot those pictures? Was it just carte blanche, whatever you wanted to do when you went Well, uh, the covers came a little bit later. Initially, it was just photography of things mm -hmm. that I was lucky enough to be at. And in many ways, I, uh, as much as I love the, the album cover art, part of the reason you wanted to do album cover art, in my opinion, was that you wanted to be near the music because the music was so phenomenal. And the experience, which people today I don't get, was that you would have an album by the Beatles and then an album by the Stones and then an album by the Doors and then an album by you name it and they would follow each other and every time you got one it was like a revelation and so when you spent time with it it was a revelation of the music it was a revelation of the art and so it was just very rewarding to be involved with so I wanted to be close to the album but the pictures that I took also of just being around when they were making music or being on tour which were pretty phenomenal because I had access that you can't get today. I, I am very compassionate for photographers that are trying to do this, that are given 35 seconds in, in a 10 square foot area of the first song. I mean, it's just impossible. So I had tremendous access, and that is the huge value, I think, of going to the live show. The exhibit's great. There's 70 pictures there. The live show's 400 pictures, right? Oh, man, okay. And, and almost an entire evening of stories. Mm. So you really do get to be there because the kind of pictures I took, I'm just there. That's awesome. The, the exhibit, by the way, is, is free, I understand. Yep. And you buy tickets for the live show. That's uh, correct. Festival Place tomorrow night. Right. Um, and, and the interesting thing is you said you wanted to be there and be a part of it, yet Mick Jagger says the thing he appreciated about you was you were invisible. They never knew you were there. You just kind of stayed out of the way, I guess. He said. Because uh, I, I think it's part of my success is based on the fact that I wasn't trying to change what was going on. I love what was going on. Why would you change it? Yeah. Right? But the British really weren't in the same place about it. And when I got off the plane from San Francisco, not knowing anybody, not being a photographer, I expected, because San Francisco was in the middle of the Haight-Ashbury explosion, right? I expected to walk into Haight-Ashbury times 10, right? And it was not like that at all. You didn't hear the Stones on the radio. <laughs> you didn't hear the Beatles on the radio. You didn't see them on television. They were like, they were inaudible. And so... They weren't appreciated in their own country this way they were appreciated by Americans outside of the country. And so for somebody to just be there and not fiddle with them, I think they loved that. Lennon overtly said that. he was The interviewer was talking to him and saying how great it was that he would spend his time with it. He said, it's what I love. I'll talk to you all day. I wish I could talk to you all day. I, we only have a, a minute left here, but um, I want to hear some of your stories. I, I, you can look at me and know I'm not a kid. And uh, one of the first concerts I remember I'm seeing at this station was for John Mayall and the Blues Breakers. Right, well, and, no. And, and, I, and I, they asked me into the green room so I could meet the band. I could find out what they wanted me to say. And I remember going in there, and they had stuff all over the table. And John said, we got to smoke, snort. Can we help you? <laughs> you well, what year was that? That's a little that, later. That was the, the early 70s. Yeah, right. Or mid-70s, yeah. You know, people blame the 60s for 
drugs, but it was the 70s where they really took <laughs> yeah, off. It was, yeah. By the way, I had right. nothing, just so people know. Right, right. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. So you've got stories, too, I'm sure you're going to share tomorrow night. I have uh, nothing but stories. Awesome. Come on down. All right, good stuff. So get a hold of Festival Place. Get your tickets. It's tomorrow night. Uh, Ethan Russell, and uh, if you just want to drop by and see... Uh, the display that's going to be there tomorrow as well yeah and i'll be there tomorrow Good. and we're giving okay. away a free print at the gallery and we're giving away a free print at festival place as well awesome ethan thank you so much for your limited time this morning thank you thank sir you.